Welcome to Peak Mind. I'm your host, Michael Trainer, and I'm extremely excited for this, the first episode of 2021. I hope your new year has gotten off to a great start. I have been thinking quite a lot about 2021 and what I would like to create, uh, as well as what I'd like to let go of. And that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. Um, I think anytime we're looking to create something truly epic and beautiful, we have to look at the things that are holding us back or weighing us down. And, you know, they say for each door that closes, another door opens. And I have been really contending with what I want life to look like. And to share a little bit vulnerably with you guys, also what I thought life should look like at this phase. Um, frankly, I thought at this point I would have um, called in a partner and a family. Um, and as I speak to you today, neither of those are yet the case. And I sit here in Tulum, Mexico with a home in Los Angeles, the convertible, the camper van, all the belongings that I thought would be the beacon for that queen. And as we sit here still amidst a pandemic, I think about going back home, quote unquote, um, which I'm extraordinarily grateful for, but which at the moment would mean me sitting in an apartment and, you know, traveling to a grocery store where, like many of us, you're forced to wear a mask and, and therefore your interactions are at a distance. And, and therefore, you know, your interactions are limited. And as I think about that, and I think about some of my great goals, which are definitively to step into this next, year, next chapter of my life, this next chapter of, um, of love and family, I have come to a pretty profound breakthrough decision, which I didn't anticipate I would share with you, but given you guys have become such an incredible community and audience, uh, I have decided to uh, let go of my place, my beautiful home of the last nearly seven years on the beach in Los Angeles. And whilst I thought that I would declare a new uh, location, I've been considering places like Austin, Texas, I feel that for the moment, it's actually incumbent upon me, as I've shared many times on this podcast, to instead be in the listening around what is next. And so I've decided to actually spend 2021 in that listening. But for the now, what, what I'm hearing is that I get to travel. And I know that sounds super counterintuitive right now. And to just give context, I'm not trying to be irresponsible. I, as I've mentioned on the show, I, I already uh, got COVID. So I currently am, am COVID negative and have the antibodies. And given that I have the antibodies and am you know, taking care of my health, I just feel like for me, going back and sitting in an apartment um, doesn't really feel like living life to its fullest possibility. And so with anything, I think the question becomes, what's the opportunity? And I think for many of us, that is the question right now. And while I don't think travel is likely the right decision for many who are listening, given our current circumstance, I do think for me, it's been one of the greatest transformational tools I've encountered in my life. 
Um, I started traveling at a very early age. Um, actually, my first experience alone and abroad was in seventh grade, which actually was a, a traumatic experience, but it wound up being a great blessing. Uh, I shared that story uh, on a previous podcast, so I won't go, go into it here, but I learned that um, as I confront my fears and I went deeper and deeper into my travels, which ultimately led me to the opposite side of the world from where I grew up, to a place uh, in Sri Lanka, a village on the other side of the world from Chicago, my hometown, I realized that there's such a profound medicine in our shared humanity. There's such profound gifts in our ability to connect, even with the people who have very little frame of reference. You know, I lived when I was 19 in a country where I stood out like a sore thumb, you know, a, a six foot four, a white male in a uh, a country <laughs> filled with people who were who were who were, who were not six four four white men. Let's put it like that, and and so to be not anonymous to stick out for over a year, and uh, and all of that 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 brought as it related to my psychology was was profound. And I remember going to New Zealand for the first time and blending in for the, you know. For the first time in over over a year, almost a year and a half, and the degree to which I had seen such profound shared humanity in all the countries I had visited, in spite of my differences with those I encountered, and given that medicine and given that confrontation, which that which is uncomfortable, I decided that letting go of my uh, nest, if you will puts me back into that place of discomfort and it closes a door. And it's a door I've been resistant to closing for quite some time because I've developed quite a comfortable home and I live on the ocean and I get to watch the sunset every day. And, you know, I made a lot of sacrifices leaving New York to travel to Los Angeles. And I would say my reality there is good, but I think we have to sacrifice good to create great. And so what I want to encourage you guys uh, to do is to really assess the areas in your life that aren't working, but also the areas in your life that are good, but you know could be great. And for me, a lot of that is embodied in my house in L.A. You know, I had mold exposure there a couple of years ago, which I now believe is back because when I came back from my epic van journey across the western United States, I felt tired the first night I slept there. And while it has many of the trappings I love, you know, the, the fireplace and the proximity to the water, uh, which is so close to my heart, if, I, if you don't feel amazing when you come home, then why keep that as your home? And the other piece, which is the deeper piece, the more vulnerable piece is, you know, the societal notion is that, you know, if only we create this castle, you know, I think this is a, this is a, this particularly true is sort of perhaps an outdated, but an old masculine paradigm. You know, if we create our castle, then our queen will come. And, you know, I got these trappings that are societally shared as, as the trappings one would need to attract the queen. You know, this, this beach pad, the, the, the nice car, all these things that are out there. And I realized that this was my game, societally constructed, if you will, to attract the one. But as I reflected, I realized that I am the one and that no external thing out there is going to attract the one, at least not the one for me. And it's not until we truly embrace the one within 
that we start to flourish in the way that I think actually becomes sort of a resonant call for our true partner. And my true partner is not going to care about what kind of car I drive. My true partner is not going to care if I have a house on the beach. My true partner is going to love me for who I am. And I'm going to come into it whole and complete. And that's the thing, right? I think we're sold this notion that we find someone who completes us. And my vision for a relationship, my vision for life is not to look for something out there to complete me, but rather to be whole and complete on my own and to find someone whole and complete on their own. And yet to have that one plus one equal something exponential, something irreplaceable, something truly profound so that imagining life without them is almost um, inconscionable. It's, it's, it's that level of love that I'm, that I'm going for, that level of, if you will, excellence. And so for me, I feel like anytime we declare this beautiful dream or this beautiful vision, the universe tests us with not only the challenges, but I think the good, the comfortable, the good, quote unquote, good enough, you know? And I think if we look out there at society, many people have, have surrendered, have, have sacrificed the life of their dreams for a life that's good enough, you know, a, a marriage that's good enough. You know, they don't, they don't want to sacrifice that good enough because of the comfort of it for what is potentially great. And I can't speak to or advise other people necessarily on what to do with their lives, but I can be at cause in my own life and create and take my own medicine, if you will. And so as challenging as it is, and I'm declaring it right here with you guys uh, as my own form of accountability, I, I think it's time to move on. It's time for a new chapter. And... You know, they say that, that we move in seven-year cycles, that, that our biology replaces itself, that we're not the same people biologically that we were seven years ago, and that we also move into in, in different karmic cycles. And what I can say is, for whatever reason, whether, whether, whether aligned to, to that sort of narrative or not, I have sort of every six, six seven years found that it's beneficial for me to shake things up in life and to if you will, which I think was the case with many of us, 2020 was a proverbial fall. It was a time in which the leaves, the tree was deeply shaken and the leaves that were not entirely healthy fell off of our collective branches. And I don't mean that in any way unsensitively to, to those who had profound personal hardships, myself included, but more in the metaphor of how do we look at life in its, in its aspect as a season? And how can we see what the possibilities of that season hold for us? And as with the fall, with the, with the shaking of the leaves and the winter, which is this sort of, you know, this time of rest, I think we come now into a new year and a time in which those leaves have started to gestate and generate compost. And what I mean by that is that compost can be the, the material, the fuel for the fertile soils of our next horizon, our new, our new life. And so for me, I've had a great many challenges in this past year. You know, the passing of, of, my, of my father and best friend, uh, the, you know, profound, I had my identity stolen, uh, not in 2020, but I was still repairing all of the challenges that came from that, car accidents, some health stuff that came up, uh, got COVID, 
you know, there was there were challenges. But that said, I think there in any challenges are also opportunities. And I feel like what I've seen, for example, in the passing of my father, is really a reflection on the true meaning of life and the true preciousness of each moment and each day. And to bear witness to those you love the most making their transition, you know, to live, um, as the Stoics say, memento mori, you know, to live with death on your doorstep as an impetus for living. I think only then do we truly savor the nectar that is this life, the vitality that is this life. And I realized to a degree I had become complacent in the comfort of my living room, in my Netflix, in my, you know, in my routine. And it's time now to shake up that routine. And it's time to shed even some of the things that I really love, but that may not be irreplaceable. And in doing so, I hope to call in new, new space and that new season, that spring, proverbial spring, if you will, uh, for a new flourishing from this compost and the challenges of the past year. And so I want to invite you guys listening to really think about um, what you let go of in 2020, what you're carrying forward into 2021, and how you see yourself living in the most vital way. You know, not just what can you shed to, to clear space, but what are, what's good, but you know is not your vision of excellence. I'm not talking about societal notions of excellence, but what's not aligned to your true notion of excellence. And in considering that, what, what would be the hard choices you could make today that would have the most profound impact on your life? And I want to leave you guys with a question that was asked to me that, that has been foundational in my own evolution. And that is a question asked to me some time ago uh, when I was living in New York. And the question was, what's the one thing you could give up and the one thing you could add to your life that would have the most profound impact. And my answer at the time was, if I gave up drinking alcohol, and the most profound thing I could add is the, is the profound loving relationship, like a, a truly profound loving relationship. And I have now been over 14 months off of alcohol. I have yet to call in the profound loving relationship. But I, what I know now is that profound loving relationship starts with myself. And I've definitely developed more love for myself and a greater commitment to knowing that whatever I choose to do, I've got my own back. And I know that I will, if I'm in the listening, call in the people, the places, the, the, the resonant, the resonant um, situations, the resonant community, such that I can create whatever I need uh, that is aligned to a truly clear notion of my own form of excellence. And so that's what I'm committed to now in 2021. Stepping into the unknown, stepping into challenge, letting go of that which is comfortable and good in favor of that confrontation with the discomfort, the unknown, the fear that we face when we are alone at sea without the lighthouse but knowing and having faith that in the morning the sun will rise and again the directions will be clear and I will find land and on that land there will be abundant uh, opportunity. 
And so with that, my friends, I want to wish you guys such a beautiful year. I am committed to bringing tremendously valuable content. I've, I've lined up some incredible guests. Um, I, I've been doing a, a variety of solo shows because, uh, frankly, I've been in Tulum and I've been taking some time to myself. But I'm now emerging into this collective spring and I have some incredible conversations lined up for you all. I'll also continue sharing my solo insights. Thank you for providing the space. Thank you for listening. And uh, I'm so grateful for you guys. I'm so grateful you're here. I'm so grateful for your time and for your energy. I don't take it for granted. So sending you lots of love on this first episode of 2020. And until next time, go out there and live your inspired life.